said, Mama, I got bad news. Bad moods every day. Brand new tattoos on my face. I don't with a head full of Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ashes to Awesome podcast, Rising in Recovery. My name is Chuck LaFlanche, and thank you for joining me while we take a mostly serious look at the realities of addiction and rising in recovery. This episode brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there, and they understand. All right, guys, so I am sitting in studio with Scott for yet another episode of Just the Tips Thursday. Welcome back, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. Just uh, in, in, speaking of just the tips and the innuendo that it um, it, it implies, I haven't gotten what, what, laid what in a while. What innuendo was that, Scott? Well, what, that's what just the, the tip of the penis into – Oh, is that? The, that's why the, everyone laughs. Oh, into okay. the re- regina. Okay. Into the regina. <laughs> I thought they were laughing with me, not at me. So, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have not gotten laid in uh, quite a while. And that's been, <laughs> yeah, that's been a little bit disturbing to me. And, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's, it's a shame because the only thing that's getting my tip is my hand. My hand is getting a lot of my tip, uh, the whole okay. shaft, okay. uh, all that, all that good stuff. So, so TMI anyway. Thursdays, welcome to the yes. next episode of TMI, TMI Thursdays. TMI <laughs> Thursdays. I love it. But listen, at least, at least at the end of that tip is the shaft. And at the end of the shaft yeah. are some uh, balls. And let me tell you, those balls are cleanly shaven. Okay. Because I use my Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. And you can get your lawnmower, your Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, with the patented ceramic uh, guard so that you don't have any nicks or cuts on those uh, beautiful set of balls. Just use the promo code NNF for 20% off. That's manscaped.com. The best in below-the-waist grooming. <laughs> Shameless plugs right off the bat. Welcome to Just the Tips Thursday, folks. Oh, my God. That was, well, you, you that had was to, uh, quite the rabbit hole you went down there to get to that. It was good. You had to put a leash on me uh, because my shameless plugs were going on for half an hour, which was half of the episode. So now you had me pre-record my shameless plug, and, and, and now you can edit and do whatever you want with it. So I had to throw that in there. I love it. 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 So... Anyway, anyway, hey, I got to talk to you about too uh, the episode you recorded last night on Twitch. Yes, uh, or that you that you aired on Twitch. I shouldn't say recorded. Um, wow, yeah, man. it's going to be wow. called. Uh, was... It's going to be called. Did Bud Light make you gay? And when will that one air? That so. will air. Um, actually, if you're hearing this episode, that will air yesterday. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So go back and check that one out, guys. Um, I, I watched Scott get passionate and angry. In defense of all things gay, so uh, I, I got to say uh, it was it was quite the hard hitting episode and definitely worth checking out. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 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 you know, it's we were talking about this off air. I'm not, we're not known for these serious issues, these hard hitting, deep issues. We're a comedy podcast, and the only value that we provide is we'll make you laugh and and we'll have you relate to. You know, we're going through the same things that you go through in your everyday adulting life. You know. Yeah. So uh, that's the value that we provide. Now we've we've expanded to the second episode per week, and and I have I have uh, you to thank for a lot of where that second episode is going because you know when I did the interview with you on your show and the interview with you on my show, uh, we realized that we do have some range of depth and we have some um, we just we we have some range and we're not tapping into that range, and so we've 
started tapping into that range. The, the, the Wednesday night episode is still funny. It's still our personality, but we also take time to talk about some some serious issues, having you on talking about addiction and recovery. Uh, we talked about mental health. We we now have, are talking about the darker side of homosexuality. You know, we had a fun We Say Gay episode, which was so much fun celebrating the gay culture. But there's a reality to what someone who is in the LGBTQ plus community goes through. You know, they have to you know, Nick was talking about having to check with the resort to see if they're LGBTQ friendly and if they're going to be that welcome was, I, there. I, 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 I saw that. I was just I was awestruck by that. And I can't right? imagine living that struggle. I just can't. Right? I, so, I, it, it's something that I will never understand because I am a middle-aged white male. Right. You know? Privileged AF. Uh, right. right. I don't have to call. Essentially pays all his bills. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah use yeah, her credit yeah, card. Yeah. I don't have to call ahead somewhere to say I, uh, I am a white male, middle-aged American. Will I be welcome here? Although we're getting yeah. to the point where now Americans have to check to see if we're welcome because we're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> and uh, very Your soon, words, not mine. Not very on soon they're going to be building walls around our country to keep us in uh, instead of uh, <laughs> the other way around. No kidding. No kidding. Eh? No kidding. And um, for listeners, uh, Scott interviewed me in episode 64. Um, a lot of honesty, a lot of raw, and we got to see what uh, what this man's really made of as an interviewer, and I think it went uh, exceedingly well, actually. Thank so, you. you know. And uh, I guess this time around, we're gonna we're gonna switch things up a bit, eh? Yeah, yeah. I think we're so, going to. Um, now, now, this issue it, it's a serious issue, and and the list that we were handed by one of the uh, Ashes to Awesome team um, is some serious stuff in this one. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. So. Uh, there might not be as much humor in it as like, we usually go for, but uh, all the same, I think it's really important that we uh, that we address some of these things. So uh, the list is – oh, go ahead. Yeah. Real quick, before you start, I always have to do my little disclaimer, okay? Ah, yes, you I, do. I have never been an addict. I, uh, Chuck is the first recovering addict that I've actually met, so I don't know the correct things to always say. So if I say anything – that is offensive or the wrong vernacular. Uh, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. That is you not just said why vernacular, and there's a lot of us ex addicts out there that used to mainline our drugs, and you just said vernacular. And I need to go to a safe place right now. Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I guess I can't say vernacular. Uh, no, my bad. no, because it, it's a vein, right? And then you know, intravenous, and now I'm relapsing. It's just like that. It's just oh, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I may use some yeah. words. <laughs> that uh, may be offensive or something. I apologize from the bottom of my heart. That is not my intent. My intent is you, you, you to, do know that I'm kidding about vernacular, right? Yes, you, I know absolutely. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. My, my my only purpose is to make you laugh, to give you a break from some of the somber things that Chuck brings you every single day, and some of the re you know the the sad realities, the sad truths, and and a lot of that deep stuff. I'm here to make you laugh. Uh, today, I don't know how much I'm going to make you laugh because it's more of a serious list. I'm going to try and I'm going to try yeah. to do it respectfully, but just know that, uh, you are loved. I love everything that you're doing, Chuck. I love everything that your, your listeners are. Well, I don't love it for them of what they're going through, but, uh, I have a lot of respect and empathy for what you're going through, uh, with, if it's either yourself or a family member and just know that we're, we're here for you and, um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that covers the disclaimer. All the things, all the things. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I, I do want to, um, by the time this is played, 
tomorrow, um, there'll be an interview with, uh, with a woman called Missy Hume. Um, she is amazing. She's out of Georgia. Uh, she has a book called, I don't want to mess up the title, so I got to go to my notes. Uh, you matter and fuck anyone that thinks different. Yes. This woman, if you look at the Facebook page, I posted on her, uh, just this last week when I, when I came across her story, um, her story has been shared 115,000 times or 135,000, whatever, way more than anything I have. Um, because it's, it's really awesome. As a muggle, much like yourself, she has taken the time to research. She knows more about addiction than I do. She really does. Uh, she, it's just the most amazing thing. And, and she still has an addict daughter who lives with her. She's still in active addiction, an fentanyl addict. Um, it's, it's rather scary. Um, but the interview, uh, I haven't recorded it as of yet, but it will be playing tomorrow for the listeners. I, I just got off the phone with her for about an hour long conversation and I was, we laughed, we cried, we, and it's all the things and it's all going to happen inside that interview. So make sure you check it out tomorrow, guys. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. And on our, Subject matter today, as a matter of fact, well, living with an addict. Of course, uh, she's the mother of an addict, not the spouse or partner, and that's that's really what we're addressing today. And today's list, I'm going to read to you, Scott. I think we decided okay. that ahead of time. Yeah, you can uh, you can answer from from the perspective of um, well, somebody that might be reminded of these things, and these are things that you don't say to the spouse or partner of an addict, whether that addict is in recovery, whether they are still together, where that addict is still in active addiction. These are all things to not say. Are you ready for number one? I'm ready for number one. All right. Number one is don't criticize the person that was addicted. Being reminded that the addict is or was cruel, thoughtless or anything else is unnecessary. Also so hurtful. Yeah, I agree. Don't criti criticize them for the aspects of being an addict. But what is okay is to criticize, you know, maybe the color shirt that they wore that day. Or maybe the way that they do the dishes or the way well, that they fold it's laundry. It's funny that you say that. It's funny that you say that because half the time the shirt you're wearing, listeners, you don't get to see it, is worth criticizing. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong there. You're not, you're not wrong. But find right, something right. else to criticize them about. If you feel the <laughs> or, need yes. to absolutely criticize them, criticize them for something that is so meaningless, well, like how they look. the you have in common with me that, you know, criticizing is kind of, you know, your default position. So, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to find something. I mean, find something else right exactly um, and, and and about that guys and, and, and you know I'll, I'll speak to these a little bit it's just like bashing somebody's ex right it doesn't serve any purpose it's just you know you're just feeding into a negativity that person who, who's had to fight alongside somebody in active addiction knows all the bad shit they know it you don't need to remind them of it they right? don't just, need to be reminded you know, that's the thing it's, man it's yeah, right and you know what remind them it, of remind them of the good things and that may be hard yeah. too but Gosh, you know, you know like you always say in, in how you support them. Right? Yeah. Like you always say in your Memorial Mondays, um, the addict was so much more than how they died. And and yes. it, same thing for someone who is in active addiction. There's so much more than the addiction. Right. Every time. Every time. Yeah. So um, number two, don't attribute blame. Sure, the government or friends and family could all be held accountable and so many others have enabled, but it doesn't help anything. No, it, it doesn't. And um, if you're going to blame anything, blame Canada. Um, you know, <laughs> they brought us Terrence and Phillips and, uh, oh. and made our kids curse. But. Yeah, no, no, no blame for 
you know, there's a lot of things that could be better. And um, a, a lot with government, family, friends, there's so many influences and all that. But uh, but passing blame or attributing blame or, you know, there, there's got to be a level of accountability for mm-hmm. for actions and things that have led to that. But it's not helpful. It's not helpful to blame anything. No, no it's really not. It's really not. It's really not. Number three, don't ask why they didn't just leave. It's a very overwhelming love with contradictory feelings. I don't know how to make this funny because it's that there's some hard truths there and it's not just with addiction. I mean, there's abusive situations and it's well, very easy. Hand hand too, right? so, and, yeah. and sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Yeah. It's very easy for me as an outsider. Oh, why didn't you just leave? Well, there's a regardless, there's a lot of unconditional love there. And though in an abusive situation, especially, yes, maybe the best thing is to leave. But, you know, when you love someone, aren't you there in sickness and in health uh, for better, for worse till death do us part there? There are definitely, you know, there's there's treatment, there's therapy, there's there's counseling and there's, you know, when you when you're. In this type of relationship, you're going to do whatever you can to try to get your partner through this. And again, like you always say, I probably could say this for every single thing. The person is so much more than just the addiction. Right. right. And, and, and that's it. That's it. And, so. and a lot of people get through the addiction and are able to meet their reach their full potential and beyond yourself, for example, you know you're doing this amazing thing and you know, I don't know you extremely well, although I, I do spend a lot of time talking to you out throughout the week, but you're this amazing person who just, you know, have so much love to give and love so hard. And, you know, I, I can't see, it's not easy to just walk away from that or give up from that. Even when someone is at their worst, you know? Right. Right. And by the time there's a couple things I want to touch on this one. Um, by the time somebody does get to that point, they it just is not the word, right? Just, just is definitely not the word. It, they have gone through all the things they have, they have mustered something within them, a strength that you can't begin to possibly imagine unless you've been there to get to that point. It just isn't the word. Speaking to just, why didn't you just quit doing drugs? Why didn't you just confront the shit that gave you the trauma? Why didn't you just, just is a word that pisses me off and it's, and, People don't say it in a way that, that is meant to, to, to anger or to, to invoke frustration. But unless you've, unless you've lived it, you can't understand how frustrating the word just is because it is so far from just anything. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, such an it's, absolute it's, word. It really in is. That, especially right? in that it's context. A, yeah. Yeah. So I find myself not using it in that context at all yeah. anymore, but even I have to practice and I'm the guy that it pisses off. Right. So, you know, right? yeah, I, I get it. You know, and, and part of all of this is having to understand that people that aren't in it don't think about things the way I do or the way the spouse or partner does. Right. So there has to be a tolerance that goes back. There doesn't have to be, but I think your life gets much better if you understand that and, and, you know, and, and help them to understand that they'll never understand. Right. And, 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 and then, look, then you get to that point, right? It's all about education. And I'll probably say this a billion more times in the episodes that I'm in with you. 
all the all, and and this is what you're doing. You know, you're you're trying to educate the masses, whether it's someone who's in active recovery or active addiction or a family member or, or loved one or whatever the case is. It's all about education. I don't understand. I don't understand what your listeners have gone through. I don't understand what those what those mothers on Monday or who whomever is delivering the memorial. I don't understand what they've gone through. I don't understand what someone who uh, on your Tuesday who has risen from the I don't I don't know that life. I don't understand it. But I'm here to learn more about it. And I'm here yeah. to learn and I do understand that I'll never understand fully. I'll understand what they're saying. I I can have empathy, but I'll never understand. The closest thing that I get is I smoke cigarettes. And yeah. if people say, why don't you just quit? Well, it, look, it's not that hard. I mean, yes, I could go through different tools and all that. But, yeah. you know, until I'm ready, until until it's I make yeah. the decision and it's not a financial decision and it's not a this decision, that decision. Not I have to make it. Do you it. want a pack of smokes costs in, in Canada? Do you have any idea? Well, everything is ridiculously expensive in, in Canada. Does so, your dollar, does your Looney and Toonie hold no value other than just a funny name that I like to say? <laughs> no, I think we, we're usually huddering around 80, 80 on the US dollar. So we're not that far off, right? Okay. We're not, uh, we're not Moldova, all right? Which I think <laughs> might have been the country you were talking about last week. Probably, with, probably. Uh, I, I think it was, I was, I just happened to be watching a show. Moldova came up and I was like, I'll bet you that's the one. I'll bet right. you it's the poorest country in Europe, right? So yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, we'll be right back after this. As promised, here is another story about Nate from his aunt. And of course, Nate was the person memorialized by his mother, Tiffany, on the Memorial Monday episode. So here's a little funny story to fit with a Just a Tips Thursday. I met Nate when he was 12 or 13 years old. He was a handsome teenager that loved life and always had a smile on his face. He really enjoyed, enjoyed skateboarding, but absolutely loved his music. I can always make people believe that the words I am singing to a song are the actual words of the song. Mm, well, not Nate. When he was 18 or 19 years old, I was in his kitchen making an appetizer. He asked me to name a band I wanted to hear. I asked for Fleetwood Mac. Nate cranked up dreams for me. I was singing along as he was sitting there watching and listening to me. Every once in a while, I would look up and I'd see him chuckle and shake his head. After the song was over, he looked at me and says, Auntie, you can make a believer out of anyone, but not me. I was like, what do you mean, man? He goes, you know, the right words. You need to know the right words if you're going to sing along. Well, the little bugger starts playing back the song and hits pause and tells me the right words and then chuckles and hits rewind and says, now you try. Well, we did this the entire song and at the end of his, all his lessons, he played the song in full and said, okay, now let's try it. From the beginning, Angie. We sang it together and I will never forget the smile of, on both of our faces. He, of course, had to throw in some sarcastic comment after such a special moment. He says to me, hey, if you ever want to know the words to any other song that you think you know, just give me a call. <laughs> Little bugger. Love you, Nate. Miss you dearly. And now, back to the show. Where the hell was I? 
<laughs> Madolva. No, a carton of cigarettes. How much a carton of cigarettes? Oh, yeah. Costs. So, oh, a carton. A carton is a mortgage payment. Um, or a, a pack, pack. A pack. A pack. A, a pack of 20 is about 16 Canadian now, 15 Canadian. So, what's that so, in the US? About $12, $13. Yeah, that's, for, I mean, for a 20 pack of smokes, right? Yeah. yeah. Mine mine is about $7 or $8. My wife's is closer to $9 to $10 US dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's really expensive for you guys, right? Like that's like, you know, my, my wife, especially my wife, my wife smokes that bougie American spirit things or Indian spirit. Uh, I I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's more of an organic cigarette. Uh, You know, we justify, oh, it's better for you. (laughs) It's not, it's It's really not. not. (laughs) No, no, no. You know, she's, she's going to die of lung cancer about 10 days later than me. That's, that's the only difference. really. All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, number four. Now this one's, this one's, this one's dicey. Don't talk about God's will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think the context of that is? Um, it's when, if you're in it and, and I'm trying to put myself in the position of a spouse or partner, um, I guess it's, it'd be the same if, if you've had somebody die, you know, in your life, uh, somebody close to you, all those things, and some, it's not comforting. It is not comforting. Right. Whatever your, whatever, I mean, I guess to some it would be, but for most people at, at whatever their position is on the spectrum of, of God and spirituality, it's not comforting to know that some omnipotent, uh, you know, being made it his will. It changes yeah. nothing in your life. Absolutely nothing. And it's just a really hard thing to hear and, and to accept. Right. I think so. I think that 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 statement is knowing your audience. Okay, so if you have someone who is extremely Christian and and believes that everything is God's will, and and you're saying that to that person, then I yeah. think that that will give them comfort, reminding them mm-hmm. that this is all in God's plan. It was his or her time. You know, this is the and trying to figure out the reason. You know, okay, yes. they yeah. died so that others can learn or, or, or whatever. We, we kind of make those justifications. What it will do to someone who is not as faithful is it's going to have them turn on God or on Buddha or whatever, whatever they which, may which believe you've seen, in. Which you've seen no doubt in your real life right. and in countless movies, countless, right? You know, it's, yeah, absolutely. Because instead of accepting yeah. Yeah. God's will, if you will, now you're blaming. Yep. Now you've now you've done the blame thing. You're now blaming God for, yes. you know, listen, don't blame God. Uh, don't say it's God's. You can blame God, God for uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, that's his fault. And, <laughs> you know, then that that's a that's a blame thing. Uh, oh no, L- listen, God, to me in in. We're not going to get into how spiritual I am because I, I'm not that like I believe in a higher power ish. Um, I used to be a lot more, but the 2020 election and all the hate coming from Christians has really turned me against, uh, some aspects of Christianity. But anyway, that's more than I really wanted to give, but here we are where I think that God's will is appropriate is there was a reason why you and I met, right? I think that is an appropriate time to say God's will. Absolutely. Or Absolutely. the universe yeah. pulling two people together that would have never met yeah. or interacted 
in yeah. any other type situation. If not for some crazy circumstance or coincidence or whatever. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, no, and, and I agree with you. I think that's really well said, Scott. I do. Um, yeah, I, I know your audience. Some people it's going to be a comfort, but to a lot of people, it's just going to offer no comfort at all. And by default, if you're not sure what the person's stance is, just don't say it. Right. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, by default, or default to not. Right. Yeah. Right? So. I, I mean, that's like that's like when you when you go through a bad breakup and you're heartbroken, and someone says, "Oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea." Well, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't want any other fish. I want that fish, the one that right? just left me. Right. You know, in that moment. Right. Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The reality yeah. is there is plenty of fish in the sea, but in that moment, yes. why? Why? Why do you need to hear yes. that? I, I got to be honest. Uh, in my past, but drug fueled as it was. Mm-hmm. My attitude was go fuck her friends. So, you know. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These days, so, um, yeah, no, definitely not like that. As definitely long as your like D's that. getting wet, you're good. It's fine. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't say nothing at all. The I didn't know what to say, so I didn't call. These people isolated. Pick up the fucking phone. Um, and I threw in the F-bomb there. That wasn't necessary. So what do you think about that one, Scott? Yeah. So, you know, this this is a tough one. And I fall victim of the, or not fall victim. I I definitely guilty. fall into the guilty. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel, fall. Jesus. I definitely am guilty of not picking up the phone because I didn't know what to say. Or I definitely avoid the person or the topic because I just don't know what to say. I, I kind of wait. So let me. Until yeah. things settle no. down a little no. bit, and no, then don't do that. Let I me know. offer you some perspective. Let me offer you some perspective. Please. We often talk about in in the Wednesday episodes with with Ryan Bathgate, addiction is lack of connection. Mm-hmm. Perceived lack of connection was the boot on my neck for years. Yeah. So if somebody is, and the parallels are all there, somebody is a loved one of somebody in addiction. Is that's isolating. It's, it's exclusionary, even if not, not in a malice way, but that's what it leaves that person feeling and calling just to say, Hey, how the fuck are you? All the difference in the world, letting Mm -hmm. them know that they're not alone without making a thing of it. Right. Without saying, yeah, I want to check on you because I know you're having, you know, blah, 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 your, your, your husband, your wife, whatever. It doesn't have to be like that. You just call that person and you don't know what to say. Say what you would say if they weren't going through hell. That's what you say. And just for that person to know could be the difference in their life that somebody's yeah. actually paying attention, right? To, to what's going on and cares what's going on with them. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's some different perspective for you on that one. And, and to further to that, my personal experience coming from the other side, being in the addiction, a week turns into a month, a month turns into a year and it's two years have gone by. Life is too fucking short in the episode that. By now, you will listen to yesterday with the captain. He gets really, really passionate about that subject and talks about how all we need is love, right? Call people, tell them you love them. Take every opportunity you get to let the people in your life know how you feel about them. Because if it's the last thing you're going to say to them, you don't know, right? And you just, you don't know, right? And he got... So emotional and so uh, we were filming Scott, uh, not filming, but recording. And of course I have the benefit of video. The listeners don't. His body language changed and he went into attack mode. He was so, it was almost like you last night, um, in, in, in defending gay rights and, and getting, you know, behind that, that topic. He was so passionate about just let people know you love them and love. Love is the answer to all the problems. 
We have been on Earth for 125,000 years because of love of one another. And it's just recently we've started to lose track of that. Yep. So call a motherfucker. Call the guy. Call the woman. Let them know that you're around and that you give a shit what they're going through, whether or not they want to talk about it. Just be there. Yeah. 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 Good perspective. Yeah. yeah. So it changed your perspective, didn't I? Yeah, I, for sure. If, if I if I can get in the head of a muggle, I am doing my job because that is what the Ashes to Awesome podcast is all about. So, yeah. Well, not, that's and if I could touch stuff. the head of a muggle. No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> just, just Alex, just, cut just, that just. out. <laughs> sorry, I should explain. Alex is my producer. And yes, uh, anytime yes, that we yes. say something and we, we want to cut out, but really don't want to cut out, we say, Alex, cut that out. Because it's funny. It's when funny we say because Alex with, us, that out. with us, we're like, we, we call everybody a Mary now. It's like, I wish I had a Mary, right? <laughs> Google that shit for me and whatever. Right. 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 So, yeah, yeah. It actually got me into trouble once not that long ago. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, don't ask if they feel any relief, no matter how challenging that relationship was they're grieving. Even if you think the addicted person treated your friend or loved one horribly, there is no relief. Relief isn't the word. What does that mean? Uh, when, when would you, in the context of this, when would they be asking if you feel any relief when the loved one has when passed? When it's over. Or no, when, 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 when they're, if they've been split now. So okay. assuming that they're, you know, like that it's over. If even even if they're not split, even if the addiction is over, and I guess there would be some relief there. I, no, yeah, definitely, relief. definitely more leading towards more, but the, the relationship has ended, right? right and it's okay. like no, because yeah. they're still mourning. They're still mourning that relationship, right? And you and will forever. The, yes, right? even no, though the person yeah. may not have passed, the relationship died, and that's yes. heartbreaking because you know you do remember the good times, and and there was love, and. There still right. is love. It, you know, it's not that there's not. It's just made it for for the partner. It was just too much for them. And 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 they and and you know, I uh, if uh, God, how do I say this? If anybody chooses to leave a, a marriage or relationship where there is addiction in there, the person who left the addict should never feel shame for having to leave. Which something you know, and you're right. You're right. And it touches base on something that, um, of course, we we promote the uh, spouses and partners of addicts Facebook page now in our uh, in our PSAs in some of the episodes. Hey guys, it is time for the PSA, and the PSA is now brought to you by the Partners and Spouses of Addicts Facebook group, where they support healing from the chaos of a loved one's addiction through peer support. Hi, listeners. This is Lena. I'm part of the Ashes to Awesome team and co-hosted on episodes 76 and 67. Do you carry Narcan, also known as Naloxone? If not, perhaps you should. The kits are not only compact and easy to use, they are free at all harm reduction centers and a lot of pharmacies. By carrying one of these kits, you could save the life of somebody who loves and that is loved. I get that most of you never plan on being around opioid use, but there's no telling when it could be around you. I can't think of a good reason not to have it, and if you're not sure where to find it for free, Send us an email at ashes to awesome podcast at gmail.com with Narcan in the subject line. We'll do the legwork for you and find it for free in your area. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Well, one of the things that's, that they've touched base on quite a bit and something that I, I guess I knew, but I never gave a lot of thought to is the stigma that the spouse or partner faces. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
when that person, it's, it's amazing. Like they are, they are struggling through all of it. They are ostracized by people right. because they just don't know what to say. Right. They are all of the things, right? Yeah. So it, it's really important, really, really important. And, uh, and just because that partner has decided to leave the relationship does not mean that the addict is not loved by that former partner. It's just that exactly. boundary that that partner had to put in place. You know, and a boundary that that most people can't begin having to make. So certainly, it, right? Don't and, try and, to get you know in their head about it. Right? And you talk about it when you talk about your mom all the time. That you <laughs> mom, know, yeah. you know, she she loved you. She made you feel loved. Um, maybe there was that perceived lack of love at times, but mm-hmm. but she also had, and, and she was there for you, and she supported you, but she had to place boundaries. Absolutely, and, and sometimes in these partnerships, leaving the relationship is that boundary, and uh, exactly. exactly, and and they should the partner should never feel shame for oh you gave up. No, maybe yeah. they can maybe they can just be more supportive, or they can love better if they're not in that relation. Does that make sense? And I'm not an I'm it, not the captain. It, no, here. it does. It it does. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, right? So, um, and and hey. We don't have to be the captain to have an EQ and emotional intelligence, right? We don't have to be. So, well, um, I'm an idiot. And, and, I'm more of the if he's the captain, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the, the, the Gilligan. Right. But listen, the only time that they feel relief is after they've passed gas. Okay, the the well, rest of it, <laughs> relief is not. I just farted right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you now have relief. It, it, yeah, isn't isn't there relief in that, Chuck? there is there really is (sighs) okay um and the last one on the list for today don't give a person in grief a you should so we're doubling back on the should and i'm okay with that this one is universal because planning a memorial or funeral days after death is a big ask but add in exploitation abuse overdoses suicide attempts love and attempts to get help is far more complicated Allow people their privacy and space to grieve in their own way. So go ahead. Yeah, 100%. I mean, again, for me, if I go to someone and say, oh, you should, what qualifies me to say you should? And what qualifies any of us? Because we're not in the person's head. We don't know everything, their head or their heart. I mean, you know, we can make recommendations like, hey, this worked for me or this worked for my friend. And and even there, you know, you still have to be careful with your words. You to, should to navigate that in just such a way, right? Yeah. 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 So the captain and I on on a Wednesday a couple of weeks back, a few weeks back now, talked about how should is a shame word. Right? Should is not a good word. We it's not something we should use on other human beings. Is it it shames them. Right? Here's what you should do. Here's what you should do. It's not um, it, it's, uh, actually in that one, that episode with mom on the weekend ramble, she talked about should in there too. It's a shit word is how she referred to it. But I, I couldn't remember the episode. So I didn't, uh, I, I didn't quote it when I was talking to mom, but I did go back and take a listen. Went, nah, that's right too. Yeah. So, so it, it, when I tell my wife, she should go down on me. That's shame that, that, uh, that's not good. I think that's in a different context. And um, how often does that work out for you? I think you can answer your own question. Never. It never works well, out. So should is well, not a good word. Let's eliminate right? the word should so, from our absolutely. language. In fact, you're going to have to bleep that word from now on. If you use the word should, <laughs> bleep it out. 
uh, it's a bad word it. now. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. How that to word's use the fine. Feature. That word's fine. <laughs> Not okay. I'm an amateur editor producer. I don't know how to bleep. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I don't. I don't know that the. I don't know that I necessarily agree with the absolute being put on that word as being bad. I'm trying to in the my context, mind. This certainly matters in right? this context. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're telling yeah. someone how to live their life or how to uh, handle grief, deal with their problems, yeah. deal with their yeah. problems. Right. No, yeah. that's not. No. That's not. Well, a, you know. That's not okay, and and I agree in this from context. Using that word. Yes. <laughs> well, now I feel shame because you just told me I <laughs> refrain from using that word. <laughs> and here we go. No, we it, go. but but again, but, it, yeah. but again, is a recommender is like a recommendation word, and so yes. in other contexts, contexts I don't have a problem with that word, but in this one, in dealing with grief Absolutely. and dealing with things that you may not understand, you yes. Know. Well said. You well, never use that word. <laughs> <laughs> See, we both have done it in that exact contents now. So, yeah, yeah. Some contexts are okay, um, some are not. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll give you something that, that isn't in the list, and we're not speaking to anything directly on the list, but it certainly sp speaks to the list. Um, a, a technique that I picked up a couple of years back with, uh, with a friend of mine who was in an abusive relationship, and I've since employed a couple of times since, um, is, as I said to her, everybody around you, is telling you what you should do. You know what you should do. You know what the right thing to do is. I got you back. If you love the guy today, I'll have a beer with him. If you hate him tomorrow, I'll bring the lime and the shovel. <laughs> Just know that whatever your play is, I got you. And that's what they need to hear. That yeah. That is the absolute best way to support somebody that's in a relationship, be it abusive, be it, you know, drug and alcohol fueled, whatever it is, right? Just it, everybody around them is going to pump them full of all these. They're going to say all the things we just said not to say. And the best thing, if you want to be a really good friend, just be there for them, whatever their decision is that day, because you don't know, you don't know how hard it is for them to go through that. Right. So yeah, that's, that'd be my recommendation. That's, those are things that you shit should do. Right? <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. Well, saying, Hey, seeing this or seeing we're switching chairs. What time of, what part of the show is it? Well, this is everybody's favorite time. Okay. This is the time when, since we flip things up this week and uh, Chuck gets to do the daily gratitudes, which are brought to you by, which is brought to you by my podcast, the new new friends podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. Now we've got two episodes per week, our Sunday night episode, which is very, very humorous. Just the things that we go through everyday life. And then our Wednesday episode where Sometimes it's really silly and it's a, a deeper look at some of the things that we're going through. And then sometimes it's a serious issue. For example, uh, talking about the struggles that our our family in the LGBTQ plus community goes through or mental health or addiction. So you're going to want to check out both of those episodes per week. Just check out our website, knowingfriendspodcast.com, or we are streaming on all podcast platforms. That's uh, the No New Friends After Dark is the Wednesday nights, by the way, folks. So I was waiting for you to say it and you didn't. So I figured I'd finish off your Thank long you. ass plug for gratitudes, for gratitudes today. You know what? I, I am so grateful. And I say this one quite a bit to the to the team here at Osh. It's awesome. Um, things have started to change in the biggest way in the last little while here. Um, 
The support has been amazing. All of the we're we're adding a new member to the Ashes to Awesome team, Jason, who by now you would have heard at least once, probably twice, in uh, in interviews. He's he's pretty fantastic, and yeah, it's a good time. I am also grateful for spring is in the air, though I did wake up to snow this morning. Oh, of all goddamn things, I know, right? It's April twentieth at the time of this recording. It's four twenty. Oh, please, hey, I'm not even allowed to talk about that on this show. No, um, <laughs> no, not at all. But it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's it's an let's, April let's day. It's an April day. Yeah. Uh, cut it's an out. April yeah. day. It's yes. an April it day. It's the 20th of the day in of the month in April. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm April 4th. I'm great. <laughs> April 4th. Okay. Back to it. I am grateful for spring being in the air today. I am so grateful to the team member who submitted this list. Uh, it's It's close to her, so I don't want to name her. But I'm really glad that we got to do this. I'm, I'm, I'll say this again, and I said it last week, Scott. I'm grateful for you. I am. Um, the the way you, the humor you bring to the show is is irreplaceable, and you're almost your proof of concept for me sometimes. In that, if I can get through to you, I can get through the rest of the muggles, and I'm, I'm really happy to really really happy that you're part of part of uh, what we're doing here. So, and the final gratitude is to you, the listeners. It's always to you, the listeners. Please keep doing what you're doing. Keep telling your friends. Keep sharing. Keep commenting. Writing some reviews. Coming to the Facebook page. Liking and sharing it. Every day our audience is growing. And that means every day I'm getting closer to living my best life. And my best life is to make a living spreading the message. And the message is this. If you are in active addiction right now, today could be the day. Today could be the day that you start that lifelong journey. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a family member. Call into detox. Go to a meeting. Do whatever the hell it is you need to do to get that journey started because it is so much better on the other side. And if you're the loved one of an addict, you've just taken the time to listen to our episode. And for that, I am very, very grateful. If you could just take one more minute out of your day and text that addict, let them know they are loved. Use the words, you are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings them back. We must stop dirty language from getting to our children's ears. We must go fight the source of it. But what is the source? Oh, that's easy. Times have changed. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fart and curse. Should we blame the government or blame society? Or should we blame the images on TV? No, blame Canada. Jeffrey! 